This is Talkin' Mule Deer with your hosts, Steve Belinda and Jody Stemmler. Talkin' Mule Deer takes you on a journey to learn more about the Mule Deer Foundation, Mule Deer and Black-Tailed Deer Biology and Management, tips and tactics for hunting, conservation issues, and even features some of our corporate and celebrity partners. Now, let's start talking Mule Deer. Hi, I'm Jody Stemmler. I am here from the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo doing MDF podcasts, and I have kicked Steve off the table today because I am here with the ladies of MDF. And we're going to talk about women in the outdoors. We're going to talk about what MDF does to get women involved in, uh, in conservation and hunting and the outdoors, why this is so important to family. So I have the pleasure of having Julie Moretti, Miles' wife, here. Uh, Julie, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And I've got Colleen Payne, who is the regional director for New Mexico for the Mule Deer Foundation. Colleen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How awesome. are you? Awesome. I'm doing great. And we've got Sarah Lauder, who um, first is known to us because she's uh, our uh, director field ops's daughter, uh, Mike Lauder's daughter. But more importantly, she has got her own name. She is uh, pro staff and works for Sitka Gear and Easton. Mm-hmm. So she is kind of a, 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 a <laughs> pretty wild woman and a great person. A lot of fun well, to be around. Sarah, you. thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for having us. All right, so let's start with the ladies luncheon because we just had that yesterday here at the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo. Julie, you're a big part of putting that on. What 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 is that all about? How did it get started? Okay. Uh, it started from day one, the first, ex- the first expo that we even had. And I think at day one, we had just uh, probably 45 ladies total. Really? Well, how many did you have yesterday? Uh, we had, we probably 290 yesterday goodness so we've we've come we've come a ways and the purpose of the expo uh, for the ladies is we wanted to give the ladies something of their own and it's a great place for women to come in and gather and mentor and form friendships and they all have the same passion for wildlife for hunting for conservation and so and it's also a fundraiser uh, we gather donations from uh, many companies across the country, and uh, people volunteer. We have a committee of about eight people, eight ladies, okay. and uh, we've kind of gotten our name out there that we, you know, we do something. That's great. And something that's, uh, you know, productive and, and adds to the WHCE uh, experience, yeah, experience. for sure. Uh-huh. It is, you know, I've gone to this now for a number of years. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there all day yesterday, mm-hmm. um, but it is so much fun, isn't it? I mean, girl, oh, <laughs> yeah. we, we all, it is a hoot. You have a, a theme every year, and this year was? Uh, it was Western Skies and City Lights. It, yep, and so there was a lot of ladies dressed up in their, their best Western wear, um, and they did line dancing in the yes. afternoon as well. So, yes. so not only is it a fundraiser with a silent auction and a live auction, um, and a lot of raffles and things like that. But it's also a good time, a, a good party. Uh, we, there was music and, and dancing and things like that. So that's cool. It is. Ladies really look forward to it. And they come and bring their friends. And, uh, yeah, and the decor is always It's beautiful. Fun. It's beautifully turned out. They, and, the decoration is great. Yes. And the, the main thing is, is the ladies dress the part. Uh, yeah. So they're part of the decor. Absolutely. And so some of the, 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 the cool thing from my perspective, and this was one when my first year here, you have women's gear. Yes. You have a lot of concealed carry stuff. Yes. You have women and youth hunts too. So again, it's expanding on getting families outdoors as yes, well. Absolutely. And you raised a lot of money. You broke a record this year, didn't yes, you? Yes, I think we did. We don't have the final numbers, but everything was up. Excellent. Yeah. That's good. All right. So thank you, Julie. We thank appreciate you. that. Colleen, 
New Mexico, you are uh, our only women, woman, women, <laughs> you're our only female regional director at this point. Um, and you are one of our most active, no doubt. You've got a great state in New Mexico. You've got a female state chair as well in Stacy Madsen. And you started a new program there this year with your game and fish department, right? Can you tell us about that? I did. We, um, it, it was definitely a team effort between uh, Mule Deer Foundation, uh, New Mexico Department of Game and Fish, uh, a couple of other groups, First in the Field, New Mexico Council of Outfitters and Guides. It, it, we just had a, a big group of women um, that wanted something to do uh, with other women that was hunting and outdoor related. And we all just kind of sat down and brainstormed some stuff and thought, you know, why can't we do this? Right. You know, um, we had really good backing and support from the Game and Fish Department that they were willing and able to help with whatever we had to do to get it launched. They just needed some gals to get together to do it. Right. Um, so we did that. So, um, you know, trying to put business plans and stuff together for that's been kind of our main focus. And so we're looking to go live this year in 2018 uh, with some more public events. We've actually got an all women's hunters education class oh. scheduled um, in the next couple months. That's I think great. In April. And um, doing booths, doing outreach, just letting people know kind of what the program's about. And um, it really kind of boiled down to how it kind of got started was we've got several youth programs um, also in the state with partners with Game and Fish. Mm -hmm. And they were noticing that uh, these kids were coming to the camps, to some of these hunts and, and hunters at camps with their moms. And we have a lot of, unfortunately, you know, single family homes in, in the state. And so the moms are bringing their kids but they wanted to stick around and learn that too so that they can continue to do it with their kids because right. they maybe not have come from a hunting and fishing background. Right. And so it was like the light bulb moment yes. of we've got something here. Yeah. And, um, well, and it can be intimidating as a woman. I mean, honestly, it I grew is. up hunting and shooting and then stopped for 20 plus years. Um, I was in, you know, I was working in cities. I didn't have an opportunity. I'm married to a hunter um, and my daughter is, is interested in it. So I'm getting out now. But it can be really intimidating, right? It, so, is. I mean, it, it definitely is. Because, it is. you know, it, it truly, obviously women are a much smaller demographic in, in hunting. But, and, and quite frankly, getting out with your husband or your boyfriend can also be a kind of a pain because they, they're, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, they, they can be a little tougher on us and than they are. And so learning from in a welcoming environment is a key to that. Absolutely. And that, that was probably one of our big focus things for this is that we wanted it to be led by women uh, and make that positive, comfortable environment uh, for them to learn in and not have to feel pressured by all the guys, right? Right. I grew up hunting, so I didn't... I, never saw that I, I never saw that there was going to be a, a gap between that but as I got older I was like oh yeah this is kind well, of you kind of just assume that other I mean me and Colleen probably grew up the same way with you know being born into it and so you kind of assume that that's kind of how it goes and then it doesn't you got to realize people want to learn they want to get involved they just don't know where right. to start and not everybody has that that either that, that doorway, opportunity yeah. or that doorway or, or some way to do it and and it can be it's intimidating um, emotionally, it can be difficult. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're taking the life of an animal. You're killing an animal. So it, some women may not be prepared to do that. So it, again, or when they are, the emotions that right. come over you, you know, that this is this is cool. This is you're you're killing this animal. You're bringing it home. You're eating it. You're feeding your family. 
there's a whole lot that goes through it. And so that's the other part is the, the, the how do you prepare game because that's a big part for women for me. Absolutely. We feed our family almost entirely with game meat. Yeah, and, and or so do we. bought meat, I will tell that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we do too, and that was kind of the cool part with some of the events that we did last year. Sarah even came and, and joined us on our fly fishing trip that we hosted last year. Um, but we also did a turkey hunt in the spring. And there were, I want to say maybe eight or nine women that were hunting. We only killed one turkey, but it wasn't just that one person's. It was everybody's. Right. And so we got to, you know, brought it back to camp, showed them how to clean it, what parts of the turkey were there, you know, what you really want to eat, um, how to care for the meat, how to cook it, how to prepare it, everything. And so it was a full field to table kind of experience. Neat. It was the same with the fishing trip. Oh, yeah. We went and caught all these fish, yeah. brought them back that night. Well, it was it was kind of a big production. I mean, we could ride horses in. We rode, I mean, what, two hours maybe? Because yeah. we kind of went the long way. So we rode in and then it was learning how to tie the flies and learning how to cast properly and learning from from the very base from the very start how to do something rather than just be like well i guess i'm gonna give it a shot i don't know if i'm doing what's right or what's wrong but it was really cool to have because i was i never that was my very first time fly fishing oh really? so yeah so, so you I grew up got, hunting but you didn't fish right sometimes fly fish just never uh, fly, fly fishing. fish okay yeah. gotcha so that was really cool for me to to get to do that and with a bunch of other ladies who were also learning right. to kind of get that, started in that. That could be intimidating too, <laughs> trying to good, get that cast down. The cool part about even with the fishing trip afterwards, is, and this is what we intend to do with the project, is that these women come to these events and learn how to do these things for the first time, or even if they're masters at it, it it's all experience levels. But we want them to continue that after the event. Right. We, and, and they did. Mm -hmm. The ladies that came to this, the following weekends, because it was kind of late summer that we did it, following weekends, the season was still good. And they went and continued to do it on their own with the other women that they met in the group. Right. That's cool. And that's cool. That, yeah. That's and that's what we want to do with future events and such, too. So, And we want everything to kind of steamroll off the last week. Yep. So with our Hunter's Ed class, in a few weeks following that, we're, we'll do a range day. Okay. You know, yep. and learning uh, how to shoot. And yeah. And then potentially, you know, in the fall, we'll do a hunt maybe with the same women and, you know, just kind of gauge their differences. And they, some that maybe have never been hunting before and their husbands are kind of pressuring them into it or something, they may come and do it and they'd be, be yeah, this is for me. I want to do it. And they may not. And that's okay. That's okay. Right. Yep. But it's learning it's giving them the opportunity. It, it's learning it and understanding what they're comfortable with. Right. Um, and moving forward. And, and we're just super excited to be able to provide something like that in New Mexico because it's such a rich tradition of hunting and being in the outdoors. And we just want to get more people involved. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And women's one of the largest growing demographics. Well, that's ever. that was what I was going to ta talk to. I mean, the industry has been reporting that women um, in the last survey of, of hunting and fishing participation, women were a growing demographic actually the, the there are more women getting out in the outdoors programs like this certainly help but um and i think the connection to knowing where your food is coming from right. is a big part of that right. from an industry perspective we're seeing it a lot too sitka came out with a women's oh, line last year mm -hmm. cryptic has a line as well their uh weatherby has their women's rights definitely way more accepted it is Absolutely. so not only are is it women not just maybe not just getting into it but now it's more Accept it. There's women, you know, equipment for women, camo for women. Yep. You've got Proist. I mean, Kirsty Pike is a board member for us. I mean, they started a tremendous line for women. There is, there's a lot more opportunities. So you're not just getting in and borrowing dad's coat. Right. Or waiters or, you know, something. You're wearing things that are 
technically appropriate for hunting right. for, for women, that but fits you right. right. That's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it's a really big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's and having firearms that actually are made for women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I do a lot of shotgunning and, and, and upland stuff, so I know um, there's a number of those. And then the Weatherby gun was a big deal as well. So they're, they're, they are, the industry is looking at and recognizing that women don't just want the, the old phrase, right. shrink it and pink it, right? Right. I mean, that's what everybody thinks about is, oh, if I put pink right. piping then on the outside, women. then it's a women's right. product. And they're like, you know, no. I, I, I don't like pink. <laughs> no, I, me either. I'm not a pink, I, no. <laughs> I think I'm we could all you. attest to that yeah. one. But it, it's something, you know, we want functionality. We want as good quality gear that's on the market for anybody. It doesn't matter what your gender is. Right. We want good gear, too. Yeah. So the Sitka line. Yes. I have used it, and it is incredible. It Tell is. me about a little bit about what Sitka has done with that, where they're going with that. Um, so they, yeah, they came out there, women's line in subalpine. And, and the subalpine pattern is the, the kind of the, the green, greens. Yeah, and yeah. that's more, I mean, I, I've used a turkey hunting, yeah. but it's something that can be used. Um, it, it was intended for kind of like early season yeah, and, yeah. you know, close proximity. It's a great optifade pattern. No, it's great. And it's and the, they nailed it. I mean, the, the fit, the... The bottoms, the tops, I mean, they nailed it. And and so, I, I mean, I have a full system. And before, before I mean, I, I wore all the men's open country. So I had, you know, I worked with it. You know, the, the saggy butts and the saggy knees. <laughs> and I worked with it. It right? was fine. But to wear something that is fit to your body and the correct size and, and, and have, like Colleen said, the, the function. Yes. I mean, it's all high-end. Yes. Yeah. So then well, I get my layering, you know, you get your layering correct and your all your stuff fits and you would not believe how much more comfortable you know, yeah. when you're hunting. Because that's another thing that I've noticed. Um, I run cold. I, I'm always mm-hmm. cold. So the women's product line, and Proist does this as well, you've got a really good base layer and they think about like the little stash pockets for your yeah. hands in your hoodie. Um, you know, I mean, there's all things to help women who run colder in the field. Right. Um, no, there's, a very, there's a lot of very thoughtful designs. Yeah. In, in, I mean, from the beanies to the gloves to the pants, you know, to your, your core layers, there's a lot of really, they, there's a lot of thought that went into those. That's really cool. Yeah. And again, I keep talking about Proist because Kirsty is on our board and you, Colleen, are a pro staff member as well for, yeah. for Proist. And they're coming out with their Cumber line this year. Yeah. Brand new line for this year, new new products, new materials, new they cuts. They designed and their own camo pattern, brand right? New they came off with, they, they developed their own camo pattern, right? A cryptic yeah, coloring. We, uh, they actually pattern or, uh, partnered with uh, Veil Camo, yeah. and so it's kind of our own spin. It is specific to Proas, can't get it anywhere else. Um, and I, they've kind of launched it this year, and they've got a booth here at Expo, and so I went and checked it out earlier, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Here's all my Christmas list. Yep. Um, so and I'm again, really looking forward to that stuff, too, fit. because it's great fit. It has to be functional. Like I said, for, for us to be able to be in the field and do what we do effectively, we need the tools to be able to do that, and uh, I run cold, too, yeah. and so I'm always trying to have the right, right gear going, and um, I think women are starting to get to the point, too, that if it's not just because it's a woman's thing, but because it's now this is something for me that I right. can use. Yes. yes, I will spend the money on yeah. what I got to do to get that right. because that's going to encourage them yep. to go get more in the outdoors when they have the right gear to do it. Right. Yep. So Julie had to leave us. Um, she had to run off onto the floor. But we also have Sarah right here. Um, and Sarah is with the Salt Lake chapter yes. of, of the Mule Deer Foundation. And you were selected this year to be the Utah State Volunteer of the Year. So congratulations to that. She Thanks. got her award this morning at the volunteer recognition event. Tell us, you know, how you, I mean, are you a lifelong hunter? Tell me how you got involved and, and, and what, what you're doing here in, in well, Salt Lake. 
I my family doesn't didn't hunt. You know, uh, we I didn't grow up doing it. I started this last year. Um, you know, my boyfriend was catching deer with Jacob for the Urban Meal oh, Deer so Transplant. Oh, so you've been doing the yeah, deer Yeah, I started there, and I was hooked. Like, yep. I was like, this is fun. I thought that was all there was to it, and I was fine with it. And then came to Expo and started doing banquets, and I just wanted to get into it as much as I could. I love the people, and I love what we do, and it's such a big difference, and I had no idea. I had no idea about any of this, and it's it's incredible. You know, every every time we do a banquet or we go up and catch deer you feel so accomplished and I have never had something other than my kids that I'm so proud of you know so it's it's a game changer that's really sure. cool yeah now you are involved in your local banquet um, mm-hmm. as well but you are hosting and this is the second year if I'm not mistaken that that the Utah women have their own chapter right yep and it, your own event right so mm-hmm. tell me about that uh, it's gonna be May 5th and uh, we're still looking for a location but um yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. We're going to get all the ladies together. and So kind of basically a comeback because we do yeah. this at the ladies' luncheon, but we're doing it here again. And, yep. trying, and you probably have a, a different group. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of the same, oh, yeah. but you have you, you got right. to. Yeah, you can bring your friends, you know, and I'm, you try to get people involved into it. I'm like, why do people not share this more? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just like, I want everybody to know how great it is. And well, so. I think it was so cool because, I mean, that was the first one last year that we did. And it was kind of, I mean, it was the first one, so a lot of people, maybe not unsure, just like, yeah, whatever. And we got such a big feedback and such oh, yeah. a big positive. I mean, social media was going crazy. The hashtags, the tagging, the pictures. We had, like, kind of a little photo op It was a casino section. night, right? Yeah. So you guys and had so, playing cards, oh, yeah. right? So it, yeah. it really turned out to, if you weren't there, you really missed out on something. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of people come up and compliment and be like, wow, like, the raffles were amazing. And you know that, and so now I think by word of mouth, this year is going to be it's going to be huge. It was really a fun big. ladies' night out oh, yeah. kind of event mm-hmm. that they could leave the kids at home, they could leave the husbands at home. They had the checkbook. I mean, they just had a right. blast, and everything went really smooth for our first one. And well, the, the theme was uh, casino night, you know. Yeah. And so and you could dress up, but you didn't have to. I didn't dress Formal, up yeah. for my mule deer stuff, you know. But it was we raised so a fun. lot of money. Oh yeah. I mean, because it was our first one, so I mean, we had we had a pretty good turnout. I mean, it wasn't huge but we raised a lot of money that's for for being a room full of women for conservation mm-hmm. it was a lot of money that's great that's right really and everybody's good. got that goal you know in mind for the end and that's i feel like just you it's great when you meet it you yeah. know what i mean yeah. absolutely so yeah I, I mean that's what's cool to me to see all of these women's events it, it's it's getting together it's having a good time but the end cause or where we're going with this is what's so important right and, and we're all, and, and we're all embracing mm-hmm. it and and again, if you're not raised in this community, if you don't know it, if you don't understand it, you this is this is helping. So the industry, well, the, the conservation community has their R3, the, the recruitment, retention, reactivation programs that they're all trying to help us expand because hunters pay hunters and anglers pay for conservation, mm-hmm. license fees, you know, mm-hmm. taxes on our, our hunting and fishing equipment. So people that come to a casino night, a women's night, or the ladies' luncheon may not hunt, but suddenly go, wow. I can't think I, of a better place to start. This is this yeah. is this is oh kind of cool. This is fun. And it's a sisterhood mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, there's other women like me who do this at varying stages. And it's very welcoming. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a great way to get started. Yeah. I mean, I met Sarah and everybody and everybody was so welcoming. And they just like, I mean, now I consider everybody family. And it's like, I, I had, I didn't, I made so many friends in the last yeah. year. It's, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing to me how welcoming everyone is you know? that's that's the thing about this industry is for the most part everybody we're all on the same team we all have that end goal and so it's very welcoming and it's it's kind of like you get sisterhood i mean it's all very 
even kill, we're all accepting of each other and, and we're different levels, different experience levels. And like Sarah said, we met on a project or right. brought a banquet or something. And it's now, I mean, one good friends. And so that's, you know, that's it's cool, cool that that can bring people together and start new friendships. And yeah, well, and, and Utah's not the only one that does women's events. If I'm not mistaken, there's one in Nevada, um, in the Reno or Carson City area. And I think there's some in Oregon, Oregon. as well. So uh, they're growing. They're, a lot of the other RDs who don't happen to be women are starting to recognize that these are actually good, too. <laughs> and they're taking advice from our, our females, uh, <laughs> our ladies of MDF, and, and carrying these back into their, their states and trying to make them work. Um, you know, for the, the event I know in, in Reno, they use their chapter rewards um, that they earned at their banquet for to, to do a fire restoration. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's cool stuff. Again, it's getting the, the money back on the ground. Um, so where can they get information about uh, the, the DOES program in New Mexico, Colleen? So we're actually getting ready to launch our website. Okay. Um, there's information obviously available um, about Mule Deer Foundation and, and kind of a little bit what we're doing on the Mule Deer Foundation website. MuleDeer.org. MuleDeer.org. Yep. And you can um, go directly to the New Mexico page as well if you go into the chapters area and you can get your con your contact information is on yes, there, right? Yes, my contact info is there. And, you know, if anybody has any questions or input or wants to get involved at any level, whether you're a participant or you want to be a sponsor or whatever, we want as, as much support on this as we can because it's, it's one big family where we have a common goal. Um, but yeah, certainly reach out. We will be uh, hopefully going live with everything later this year um, and getting some stuff exciting. set up. So and Sarah, Sarah, right? Sorry, we got two Sarahs. It's a little confusing. <laughs> okay. You don't sound anything alike, but <laughs> which that's helpful. But Sarah, right? Tell us a little bit about how they can get information about the ladies' luncheons um, here in Utah. Right, right. Well, we have a Facebook page. Okay, and uh, you can get on there. You can jump on MuleDeerDog.org. Is it the Salt Lake chapter website uh -huh. that has that? Okay. Yeah, and or, wait, what they is have their own. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we have our own. So what is it? The Facebook, do you know, ladies? Women of Utah Mule Deer Foundation, I yeah. think. Mm -hmm. So if you search that, you probably will yeah. come up with and the right Instagram page, too. Call your, yeah. yeah, call your local, you know, call your local chapter. Look it up and call your local chapter. Or, and, uh, yeah. or again, go yeah, to we the want you here. Mule Deer so dot org. And that, yeah. it doesn't have to be just a chapter. Anybody can no. come in for this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is, the, we're, it's it's public and anywhere from across the, the country is more than welcome to come in for that. Absolutely. Right? right? Absolutely. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate people like you who are carrying this forward to get more family more women, um, you know, all of us out and doing good for conservation. Um, it's, it's an inspiration. So thank well, you for, for your time thank today. You. Thank you. I'm Jody Stemler. I'm wrapping up from the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo. We'll be with you next time. The ladies of MDF's Jackpot for Conservation is this Saturday, May 5th in the Sheridan Salt Lake City. Check out Mule Deer Foundation slash Women of Utah on Facebook for more information and to purchase tickets. Thanks for talking Mule Deer with Steve Belinda and Jody Stemler. The Mule Deer Foundation is the only conservation group in North America dedicated to restoring, improving, and protecting mule deer and black-tailed deer and their habitat. MDF is a strong voice for hunters in access, wildlife management, and conservation policy issues. To find out more, visit www.muledeer.org and stay tuned for the next episode of Talkin' Mule Deer.